In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, give you thanks and praise for the graces of our lives. As we journey through Lent, we ask you to open our hearts to a deeper conversion. We ask you to calm our hearts in the stresses of life. Help us to look to you as our source of peace and consolation. If you've ever seen, it's very common for us in Michigan, to have seen uh, the Niagara Falls, this massive thing that we, it's kind of a thing we do over the weekend. It's called the Niagara Falls before the borders were shut. Are they open yet? I don't know, it doesn't matter. So when you go to Niagara Falls and you can see it, and you can see, I just found it to be very beautiful to see the Niagara River and then the massive Niagara Falls and then right down to the, the river continues on very peacefully. If you've seen either, even like a bigger river, like the Mississippi River, these massive, massive like bodies of water that are just moving tons and gallons and gallons and millions of gallons of water. And then also we see little streams and behind the church and around the neighborhoods. The streams and rivers that we see in our lives come from little like babbling brooks to these massive rivers that control so much part of, of the world around us and even the, the, the land around us. I was just praying with the, the beauty of it, because if you really look at a river, it can seem peaceful, it can seem very harmless, it can seem that it's just like just it's moving along, but really it is an incredible amount of power that can come in a river, and I think Niagara Falls really show that. When it falls over a cliff, it's incredible power, it literally lights up entire cities because they control that power through hydroelectric electricity, but it really is incredible, incredible power. So I want you to pray with that image, the image of a of a river, really an uncontrollable river. We can't control it, we can only tame it for, for a time. So in the reading from Romans, when St. Paul is praying to the Romans, he talks about the wages of sin is death. I really was really praying with that. That the wages of the world, of the sinful world, are really of, of death. That we're really fighting a war, we're really fighting a battle for our own salvation. We're fighting a battle as we continue to trek through the journey of our salvation. And what happens is, is this. It's just like a river that just consistently flowing, consistently flowing, and just continually pushing. And that's part of the power of a river. It's just this consistency. It consistently pushes. So much as you want to control it for a time period, you can't because it will consistently push against you. And eventually, nature always, nature always wins out. So we think about that in our lives and in just our daily life and this consistent overwhelmness that can happen if we're not careful. Right? We can go through a week in and week out, and just like, just like this past week maybe. Right? We had, how much of us were following the news so closely because of Russia and Ukraine? A lot, I know, I've never followed the news so closely in my life. I was just, every like 10 minutes, I was like, what's happening, what's happening, what's happening? We're just constantly following it. And it can seem overwhelming, like there's wars in the world. And then we have like our own, and our own lives. Every single day we step down and we have the problems in our lives. We have family issues and relationship problems, and there can be sickness and death. Think about how tragic it can be to get that phone call that so-and-so has cancer, or they're dying, or maybe they have died. These family issues that can consistently come, or children are sick, or yourself, your own aging body, is just consistent, consistent, constantly, constantly coming. I myself, I'm in school right now. I had a midterm due on Friday. I have a paper due in two weeks. I have a final due right after Easter. It's just this consistency. If those of you who have kids who are in school, maybe you're in school, school can seem overwhelming because it's just consistent. It's like you do your homework, you turn it in, the next day you have more homework. It constantly overwhelms us, constantly berates us. 
your finances, your jobs, that you finish one task at work and then there's another task. But then today's windy and then you have shingles fly off of your roof. And then you have to take care of this employee and take care of this thing and now it's tax season, you have to pay your taxes and you just paid your taxes last year and then you're worried about the summer. It's this constant, you can seem, it can really seem overwhelming if we're not careful. Overwhelming, just like honest, just like a river that just consistently, consistently, consistently pushes against us and really we have no control over it. Life comes, life goes. Life comes, life goes. Pushes, pushes, pushes. So we pray with that and, and the image that Christ is giving us of these, the houses built on sand and the houses built on, on, on the rock. So if we build our house, if we build our house on these inconsistencies, if we build our house or our life on our foundation and will be considered to be our existences off of these things, whether it's our school or our health or our finances or our businesses or even on politics themselves, right? Donald Trump's not God, neither is Biden, neither is Democrats, neither are the Republicans, none of them. All these things are part of our lives, we have to live with them, but if we built our house on them, and they continue to move, or they're very movable, or they're very inconsistent and unfounded, then we get overwhelmed, then we get depressed, then life gets overwhelming, and we get stressed, and we get burdened, and that becomes our, our reality. That's why Jesus is really pushing for us to build our life on the rock, right? This, on a consistent thing that is immovable. What in our life is immovable? I was preaching on this gospel a few years ago in my also terrible broken Chaldean, right? And I was like, Lazen Bainutun, right? If you don't, for those of you who don't know Sudaf, the word for foundation is Asas, the word in Arabic for politics is Siasa, and I always confuse them, okay? So I said, Lazen Bainutun, Bethochun, Siasid, Eta. And I was like, so on the politics of the church, which is not how you should build your life, right? You should build your life on the foundation of the church, which is terrible, and everyone laughed at me. But then I learned, assess, it's an important word. So what is the foundation? What is the foundation of our lives, right? It has to be on God. It has to be built on God. It has to be built, and the beauty of it is from Matthew's Gospel, a few chapters later, the rock of, of Jesus is building the church on the rock of Peter. So our faith can be built off of the church, off of the foundation and the consistency and the beauty and the strength of the Catholic Church. And looking from the outside, you can look at the Catholic Church and say, we're kind of in shambles, right? Priests and scandal and all these things in the world that, that, can overwhelm, that can overwhelm us are part of the life, are part of our existences. But if that's what we look at, it's just the exterior of the church, then we're doing it wrong. We look at the foundation of the church is on the death and the resurrection of Jesus. It's on the holiness of the Holy Spirit. That that is the power of the church to found our lives. So the foundation of our lives is on God. The foundation of our lives is on the rock of the church, on the rock of Kepa, on Peter. Because life will inevitably come. It happens. Constantly, constant barrage, constant barrage. I always think for myself, every Friday, we talk about it as priests, every Friday I'm like, oh my gosh, is it Friday again? I have to preach. Like in two days, I have to get a decent homily together to preach again. And then the week comes, and the week comes, and the week comes, and it doesn't ever stop. And that's okay. Because our foundation of our lives are not on this passing world. The foundation of our lives are on God. And in Joshua, the people of God had to cross over a river. Same thing. They had to cross over the Jordan River to go from 
their journey of life, their journey to freedom, their journey to, to the, the promised land, they had to cross over this river, which is overwhelming because it's just consistent. Instead of consistently push against them, they couldn't cross it. How can we possibly get through this part of our life, this part of the world that's just overwhelming, this river? What does God command Joshua to do? The priests took the physical presence of God, the Ark of the Covenant, the physical presence of God into the river, and what happened? The river stopped. And it wasn't dammed, it wasn't moved around, stopped. So as we journey in our own lives through life and the overwhelmness, the seemingly overwhelmness of life, but we have the physical presence of God in the Eucharist, the physical body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus in the Eucharist, and we carry that with us on our journey, the whole world around us can't harm us because we have God with us. Because it's got to be overwhelming, but we have Jesus. And as we continue through Lent, as we continue to trek through Lent, on the, and not only just Lent, on the journey of our lives, as we come in week in and week out, Sunday, every Sunday, every day if you so can, to come in to receive the physical presence of God so that we can go back into the world just like the Jews did some thousands of years ago, and they go to this river, which is overwhelming, but we have the presence of God in the Eucharist in our hearts, in our physical bodies, we go back to the world and say, you cannot overwhelm us. You will not overpower us, because they have Jesus. And we continue our journey in peace, and just like the Israelites, we look to the overwhelmness of the world around us, of family, of politics, of health, of finances, or whatever it is, and we just... Get into the river, and the river stops. The river ceases to have power over us because we have the power of the Eucharistic Jesus. Amen.